Welcome to Scanner School, session number 60. This is a little of a different episode. I interviewed my wife to get her point of view on the scanning hobby, and I'm intentionally doing it this week because it's Valentine's Day this week. So yeah, so if you listen to this podcast and you haven't yet done anything, consider this your little friendly reminder to make sure you go out and you get your little cards and your boxes of chocolates and your roses and whatever else it is that you may happen to do. This is my little friendly reminder to you. Before we start this podcast, I want to remind you also that Scanner School is sponsored by East Coast Pagers. Now, East Coast Pagers is one of my online companies. East Coast Pagers sells Unication, Apollo, and Swiss Foam paging products. From the Unication G1 pager, G4, and G5P25 pagers to the new Swiss Phone S-Quad Voice, the S-Quad 360. And don't forget about those old-school PogSag pages. We carry them all. So go to eastcoastpagers.com. Again, it's eastcoastpagers.com for your own individual or department quote. Now, on to Scanner School. So as I said in the intro, this week is a little bit different. We're uh, playing around with the formatting a little bit. As you can tell, there's no intro music on this one. And uh, I did my read-in at the beginning. So right now we're into the meat and the potatoes, so to speak, of the of the podcast. Uh, and also we're trying something new. I figured I would get a different perspective on the scanning hobby. So I tapped my wife on the shoulder and said, you know, let me pick your brain for a minute here. Let me, let's see what, you know, the scanning hobby uh, looks like from the other point of view here. So, again, this is um, uh, this is this this interview may be a little bit cringeworthy, but there are some key takeaways on here. Some things that she had noted that you can play back or at least I can play back in the future. And I also give you guys some pointers, too, on some arguments that you may be able to um, uh, or some point of views that you may be able to point out as well as maybe you know why do we need so many radios and, and what a good comeback is to that um and those kinds of things as well but uh, again there's a couple of key phrases in there i want you to, to uh take note of because we're going to talk about them at the end of the show as well so again at the end of the show i have something really exciting for you guys as well a little valentine's gate they gift from me to you and um that's that so here's about a 10 minute interview with uh my wife and myself Talking about scanning and the hobby and what it does to a relationship. Enjoy. We've been what married for seems like forever. Hmm. Dating almost sixteen years. And then dating for how long? Four. Four. So for almost twenty years. Yep. When exactly did you think? Do you think that you discovered this little problem I have with scanning? Was it right away? Do you remember when? Not right away, and not even like in the first few years of marriage. I would say in the past, like eight or ten years. So I did a pretty good job at hiding it. <laughs> well, when we were just dating and not living together, it was very easy to not let on. What What in general do you think about the hobby? I think it's a good hobby. I think it's um, there's definitely things I like about it and things I don't like about it. Do you think it's a strange hobby? No, because I think so many people are interested in this and the same thing as you, and um, I think it's beneficial to a degree, but not when you become obsessed <laughs> over so, it. So define the difference between being obsessed with it <laughs> and to a degree. Where do you draw the line? Being obsessed with it is when we're trying to have a conversation and you shush me <laughs> so that you can listen to the call that's coming through. <laughs> That's a little bit overboard. That's not normal? I don't think so. What if it's a, as you would say, a good call? 
What happens then? Is that excusable then? No, you still shouldn't shush me. Just to hear a call. Not even if it's a good one. No, because you can, you have it downstairs. You you're recording anyway, so you can. But I can always ask you what when when I'm done <laughs> listening. As a hobby, you think it's okay as long as it's not obsessive. Yeah. So you figured what you knew about this within the last ten years. About ten years yeah. is when I really saw you starting to pick up with it. How long do you think it was before you realized I had a problem with it? <laughs> um. <laughs> I would say in the last six or so years, and it's progressively gotten worse since then. So in other words, what you're trying to say is that I did a really good job of hiding this yes. for a very long time. Yes. And then all of a sudden, one day you realized, holy crap, this is a lot of radios. And I remember when we first got the house, you're like, I'm not, we're not putting any antennas in the house. It's, it's never happening. There's no antennas yeah. in the house. So I had to put the antenna in the attic. And even then, you weren't even picking up on the fact of what was progressively going to get worse here. No. Not at all. I just, I, all I knew at that time was I didn't want anything on the roof that was going to be an eyesore. Well. On the house. It's just stuff on the house, a high an eyesore. <laughs> <laughs> to find that. Is one too many? No, one is okay, but when you were talking about a tower... In the yard. I have one in the yard. That's just too. That's just too much. <laughs> it's just laying in the wrong direction. <laughs> one of these days, it's going up. You mark my words. What do you find? Because because we talked about it a second ago, an interesting call. What do you find, if anything, interesting about this hobby? Um, I think in general the hobby's interesting because I tend to be nosy. And like to hear what's going on, especially in our own neighborhood with neighbors and things. Mm -hmm. So I find that interesting if it's a call that's close by. I like to hear what's, you know, what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, but the calls I'm really interested in is like, you know, car accidents and like that kind of thing. Because you know how I am. Every time we pass an accident on the road, I always have to look and, you know, see what's going on. So those are like the more interesting calls. But... Definitely the ones that are in our neighborhood or family members on a family member's block. Um, if you hear a call coming through there. So how would you know that call's coming through if I can't listen to it? <laughs> <laughs> and all right. So, I mean, you definitely find the hobby, hobby a little bit interesting, but I mean, it, it's, you just seem to know where the power buttons are and the volume buttons are no matter what radio i put in the kitchen it doesn't matter which one it is you always seem to be able to figure it out of course because you have them going what you have the volume set up it's sometimes high and i have to when i'm trying to do something or concentrate on something or at night when i'm trying to go to sleep and hearing that going off i have to turn it down so that's why you always lower it yeah what's an acceptable volume if I can't hear it from, from the bedroom and the radio's in the kitchen, that's an acceptable volume. So as long as you can't hear it. As long as I can't hear it from another part of the house. But if it's anything lower than that, you're fine with that. Mm -hmm. So how come when you lower the volume, you lower it so you can't even hear it when you're sitting next to it? Well, an acceptable volume that you would put it on, I can't hear it at night when I'm trying to go to sleep. An acceptable volume for me to put it on is so that I can hear the TV in the living room. Okay. 
So besides the volume, what are some of the other things that bother you about the hobby? Um, that you, you, I, it's going to sound like come out wrong, but that you put so much time into scanning, but it does, I do know that it takes a lot of time of your time to keep up with everything and with all the newest radios and, you know, helping other people, which is a good thing, but it just takes up a lot of your, a lot of your time. Right. In addition to your regular day job. Well, it's a hobby. So it doesn't bother you I buy more radios? No. no I could buy as many as I want. You could buy as many radios as you want. I, I don't really care. I know you need to, you like to get the new ones that come out and, you know. Because mm-hmm. I got the disease. So, <laughs> so you can buy whatever radios and, and things like that you want. I don't, you know, have a problem with and that. You know I got this on tape, right? So I Yeah, can so you play. can play it back anytime. <laughs> What really does bother you besides the fact that I, I invest a lot of time? Is there anything else about this that bothers you? And besides having too many antennas on the roof? Um, I don't think so. I mean, it pretty much is, you know, kind of all around the house. It's taken over the basement. It's, you know, the radio in the kitchen. and. So is there any room in a house where I shouldn't have a radio? I don't think there's a room room you shouldn't have it but certain times like you shouldn't during the night mm-hmm. you shouldn't have a radio in, on in the bedroom when we're trying to sleep but i don't have one in there or well you're just asking me in general where you shouldn't have right so i don't think there's a problem with the rooms i just think it's just like certain times mm-hmm. that it's not appropriate to have a radio on right but you have to admit though i am good at it because the only one i have in the kitchen is just a local fire department it's not scanning the entire world either. It's just right. one department. Yep. So you got to give me credit on that one. Yep. So even if it doesn't go for the middle of the night, it's only for one one thing. But I make sure to lower that volume. So. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> I'm sure the minute I leave the house, you lower the volume. <laughs> Being that you've lived with me for too long and you kind of... Way too long. See where I snuck this in mm-hmm. under the radar. Um... What advice would you give to any other significant others to those who have the hobby, being that they're dating or they're married or anything like that? What should they be? I don't know. Just what, what kind of words of advice would you give them? Run. I would say cover your ears. Not run. Find the I power would cord? say set limits. Uh huh. As to where all these radios are going to be stored and when they're going to be on. Um, maybe some people wouldn't have a problem with their partner having the radio in the bedroom and it's on all night or, um, you know, maybe they don't care if the volume is loud, but if you, if you, those things do bother you, then you need to say something. I mean, it's a, it's a good hobby. It's not a hobby that, you know, some people may have, you know, like gambling or something that could get you, you know, get them into trouble. It's a very good hobby. Um, and it's good to know about what's going on in the neighborhood. Um, but you know, there should be limits set right away so that there aren't any, you know, you don't run into issues and, you know, arguments and things like that over the scanners and just the hobby in general. So let's flip around that last question. So for anybody who has, who's in a hobby, was in the scanner hobby what word of advice would you give them 
so they're easier to live with so that they're not constantly getting in trouble. Like, what would three things be that they can do right now so that they can make somebody else's life easier? Three than Three things. Yeah. Turn down the volume. Yeah, I think we've discovered that. Don't say unplug the radio. <laughs> I wasn't going to say unplug the radio. Um, listen to your partner in regards to your hobby. Um, if, if, it's, if they feel that it's taking too much time away or... Um, you know, that you've kind of gone overboard with it, maybe try and, you know, listen to them and, and take a little bit of a step back as much as it, as hard as it will be because it's something that you love and it's a hobby and um, you enjoy doing it, but you also have to make time for other things in the relationship and with family. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, just, I guess, communicate with, you know, with each other about the hobby and, um, or maybe it's maybe you'll have a, a partner who's interested in the hobby, which would be great. So in other words, it doesn't mean that one just because one person's interested in the hobby doesn't mean that their partner's not interested in it. They could luck out and find someone who has a hobby, you know, the same hobby as them. And so what you're trying to say really is it's not a good idea just to hear your wife and listen to your radio, but you should listen to both. Yes. Yes, listening is key. <laughs> So how many radios is too many radios? You really only need a few. I mean... How many shoes are too many shoes? Why would you need how? more than like three radios? Why would you need more than three pairs of shoes? We have shoes for different things. Different... different. Yeah, different radios for different and... things and different... Yeah. So aren't you lucky you don't take one out in the car? Or out... We go for a walk or... You've done that before. Yeah. When's the last time you, you don't do it that? all the time, but you have done it in the past. Right. When's the last and time it's I did annoying. that? When's the last time? <laughs> when's the last time? I don't know when the last time was. Probably since before Lauren was born, maybe. So beyond five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But I do remember it. Yeah. It sticks in my mind. I have permission to buy as many radios as I want, but I shouldn't need more than two or three. Is that what you're trying to tell me? I don't think I don't see why you would need more than like three radios, but you can buy whatever on at the you same want time or just in general. In general, I don't see why you would need more than three radios <laughs> to hear what you want to hear. Okay. But why again, would you need to hear things that weren't even like in your town or surrounding towns? Why would you even... Why do you need a whole closet full of pocketbooks? We're not talking about pocketbooks. I understand We're that. We're talking about radios. But I don't see why Why you would you more... need to hear something that's happening in Hempstead when we don't live anywhere near there? Because what if something's good happening? Well, I'm sure good things are happening and <laughs> <laughs> are happening surrounding towns to us. You're addicted. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. It's not a hobby. It's an addiction. It's not a hobby. It's an addiction. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to say? Um, Am I putting our child on the wrong path with this hobby? You know, she loves to play with all the radios and and she sometimes likes to listen yeah she'll ask sometimes if when the radio is on and you have it up mm -hmm. and i forget it's on because the call hasn't come through in a while sometimes she'll hear something that's i guess interesting to her and she'll ask about it well so. that's good and me. and walking around with the with the radio you gave her and with the no battery in it so is that a good thing or a bad thing 
She hasn't caught the bug yet, so it's fine. <laughs> as long as you say so. So is there anything else before we go? Um, I think that's it. I'm sure you want to get back downstairs to your radios now. All right. So is that uh, cringeworthy enough for you or not? It's, it's really difficult. I discovered that... Uh, when you're interviewing somebody face-to-face, -face, your whole dynamic changes when you listen to it back on uh, on the playback. So uh, we're all learning here. It's, it's, that was my first interview face-to-face. -face. It's kind of, uh, kind of different than interviewing somebody virtually. But uh, with that said, there's a couple of key phrases that uh, or, or uh, different things that were said during an interview. One of them was, uh, you know, when my wife complains that I... I listen to the scanner but i don't really listen to her and uh it had me thinking so i got something now i actually made a piece of merchandise that you can actually go out now and purchase there's hats mouse pads coffee mugs travel mugs t-shirts and uh sweatshirts with the phrase on it i hear my wife but i listen to my scanner so if you want a shirt a mug or something like that that says i hear my wife but I listen to my scanner, go to scannerschool.com slash shop. Again, scannerschool.com slash shop. And that's where you can purchase these items. A lot of them are sitting uh, about the $20 range, so they're pretty affordable. And also, because it's the first week that we have opened the shop, there's a 15% off coupon that you can apply, and that will be at the very top of the webpage as well. So again, scannerschool.com slash shop. Uh, and as things progress, we'll be adding some more items into there as well. But, you know, I figure that if somebody needs to get you a Valentine's Day gift, why not get them a shirt that tells you exactly how you feel? <laughs> um, but again, we'll be bringing some more items into the, uh, the the shop as well. And again, everything in there helps support Scanner School. Now, again, if you want to help support us in other ways too, you can go to scannerschool.com slash support, where you can help support us by buying from Amazon. You can help us by buying from Amazon. Uh, from Scanner Master, and also you can help us by going on Patreon. And again, at some tier levels in Patreon, you will get some of the uh, swag that we are producing now, some of the, the novelty items. So I want to thank our continued Patreon supporters, Brian Southworth, Dan, James Felling, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, M.T. Bono, Mark Beebe, Raymond Hill, and William R. Cand. Thank you so much again for your continued support. Now, again, if you also haven't noticed, my YouTube channel is growing. I have several videos now. I did an unboxing video of the SDS 200. That was just delivered to my house last week. So if you haven't checked it out yet, you can go to scannerschool.com slash YouTube. Make sure you're over there. You click subscribe and you click on the bell. This way you know when there's new videos showing up. So now that I have the SDS 200, I already have one video up there, which is the unboxing. I have another video up there, which is um, looking at the keypad because a lot of people are complaining about the keypad brightness. And I have some other videos that are going to come out revolving around the SDS 200, as well as some other pieces of equipment. So if you have any suggestions on what you would like to see, you can either email me directly, phil at scannerschool.com, or you can go on to our Facebook community uh, or group, which is uh, scannerschool.com slash Facebook group, and just let me know what you'd like to hear in there as well. So with that, that's all for the week, and we will continue ne next week with our regularly scheduled programming. Again, you can um, go and purchase your shirts, your coffee hot 
uh, coffee mugs, anything else at scannerschool.com slash shop. This is Scanner School, a podcast where we teach you everything you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and we'll catch you all next week.